Good evening and thank you so much for joining us. You're watching the nine at night. I'm Stefania Jimenez and tonight we begin with a severe case of neglect involving a mother and her three adult children. And we told you about this last week and today the Bear County Sheriff's Office confirmed 58 year old Patricia Martinez has died and her children who you see here 37 year old Oscar Dominguez, 24 year old Roxana Carrero and 18 year old Pedro Carrero each remain booked. They face one count of injury to a disabled individual causing serious bodily injury, which is a felony. You see, they were in charge of taking care of their mother who was bedridden, but investigators say they didn't. They say they neglected her. Their mother was rushed to the hospital when the sheriff's office found her. At the time, doctors said that she was so weak she probably wouldn't live, and they were right. She died Saturday afternoon. The suspects had received some sort of training from the state that they were supposed to try to administer some of the treatments at home uh, between treatments where she was going to be taken in, uh, and then they were supposed to log in the treatments on an iPad uh, that was provided to them by the state as well to keep track of her of her treatment. But my understanding is that none of it was tracked. And that Sheriff Javier Salazar, he says that if homicide investigators find more evidence linking the three adults to murder, their charges could be upgraded. Now, an all-out search is underway for a 14-year-old who fled Bear County deputies last week. Today, we've learned that officers arrested the teen's father. 48-year-old Mike Fuentes is accused of helping his son evade arrest on Friday. This happened during a stolen vehicle chase that ended at Ingram Mall. Police say they arrested a 14-year-old who was involved, but then there was another teen who managed to leave the mall and go to a nearby business where he called his father for help. The sheriff's office says that Fuentes brought the teen a spare set of clothes and helped him leave that business. The BCSO is now asking anybody who knows the teen whereabouts to call their office. Their number is 210-335-6000. It's saying the teen should still be considered armed and dangerous. She left the Bear County Constable office under a cloud of controversy, and now she's going to have her day in court. Tomorrow, the felony tampering trial for Michelle Barrientes Vela begins. Barrientes Vela and her husband arrived to court around 8.30 this morning without her supporters. The ex-Precinct 2 constable faces multiple public corruption charges covering her 33 months in office. But her first trial is for the tampering with evidence allegations. She's accused of concealing payment records for security provided at Rodriguez Park and of knowingly making a false record of those logs. Her attorney, Nico LaHood, says... It's go time. She's been waiting for this day and we're prepared. We, we trust in the process. And so when we present the evidence and we listen to the state's evidence and get our chance to cross-examine, we're, we're, we're gonna, we'll let the process play out. The judge overseeing this case says that she wants the guilt and innocence phase of the trial to be over by September 1st. And that gives the two sides a little over a week to present their cases. Now, opening arguments are supposed to begin tomorrow morning at 1030. And you could watch the entire proceedings on KSAT.com, KSAT Plus, or on KSAT's YouTube channel. Now, switching gears, we're seeing more monkeypox cases in Bear County. Today, SA Metro Health says that at least 24 people have tested positive for the monkeypox. That's up from the 22 that we told you about on Friday. There's a lot of information on monkeypox, vaccines, and who's impacted. You could read more about it on KSAT.com. Now let's get you ready for the rest of the week. Here's meteorologist Adam Kasky with your forecast. 
Sure was nice to see some rain out there today. Some heavy soaking rain. We'll have some more scattered showers and thunderstorms periodically. First thing in the morning, then hit or miss off and on in nature through most of the day on Tuesday. It's not going to be all day long, but flaring up, raining themselves out, coming and going. So about 40 to 60% coverage across South and Central Texas, depending on exactly when throughout the the day, the time of day, 75 in the morning, 89 the high temperature and more opportunities for soaking rain Wednesday and Thursday as well. Same rain chances scattered in nature, those downpours coming and going across our area. So upper 80s near 90 for high temperatures through Thursday. I do want to point out there is a potential for flash flooding, so exercise caution when traveling on the roadways. Then we get into the weekend rain chances fall off. Just a few of those stray typical pop up afternoon showers at 20% and back in the 90s. Now, before you complain about our weather, just look at what it's been like in North Texas. I mean, talk about a rough 24 hours. Our neighbors have gotten a summer's worth of rain in just a matter of hours, and that's caused some flash flooding. Dallas police say they've responded to 500 calls. Almost 150 of those were for people caught in dangerous high water situations. That area averages between seven and eight inches of rain during the summer months of June, July and August combined, but in under a day, they got all that and then some. The drought monitor summary said the big storm is essentially erasing the rainfall deficits in Dallas. Now we're also seeing a similar situation in Fort Worth and surrounding counties. Now back here at home, the city's largest school district began the school year by welcoming more than 100,000 students. Fernandez Elementary is just one of 81 elementary schools inside of the Northside Independent School District. And today, the principal greeted the nervous and excited parents and teachers and also had a message. Just know that there's an incredible transformation that happens when your pre-K and kinder kids come to school. And what you see when maybe you drop them off, uh, those tears and that worry, it goes away so quickly uh, and I wish I, I wish I could just uh, take a picture and just show parents just how fast their kids adapt. Yeah, especially when they make new friends, right? Now, Northside has 125 schools in its district. It also has more than 100 armed law officers, including two officers in every high school. Now, when it comes to higher education, the Biden administration is expected to make a decision on repaying school loans any day now. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said that decision could be announced within the next week. The White House, as you know, has extended the pandemic-related pause four times. Last time was in April. This time, the frozen payments are set to end August 31st. And while some advocates say that up to $50,000 should be forgiven, the administration is suggesting a much smaller break. Right now, the U.S. has $1.6 trillion worth of student debt. And for perspective, that's more than auto and credit card debt. I hear something to get excited about. The KSAT Pigskin Classic is just in a few more days. Just scan the QR code that's going to pop up right there. And it's going to take you to our website where you find all the information that you need. Tickets are $20 at the box office. And you can save some cash simply by buying tickets in advance at Las Palapas. Our friend uh, Greg Simmons has been making those commercials for us. Uh, at Las Palapas, the tickets are $15. Or you can buy tickets for 8 bucks a piece from the athletics department of your student's participating school. Just a reminder, the Pigskin Classic is this Saturday, August 27th. Pre-game starts at 11 in the morning. You can also scan the QR code for information on parking, Alamodome policies, and how to be a part of our KSAT Insider Watch Party. Of course, we hope to see you there. 
all of us are going to be there at those parties. Now stick around because there is so much to discuss tonight on the night beat. First off, as school districts keep welcoming students back to class, we're talking about the jitters. Lots of students are nervous to return to school, but if the jitters continue beyond that, it could be anxiety that your kid is feeling. Now, what a local pediatric psychologist says parents need to look out for, that's going to be discussed. Plus, changes are coming to the historic Alassane Apache Courts, how it's being reimagined to help families in the affordable housing complex. We're going to show you the design options and also how you can share your thoughts on that project. So before we go tonight, we have a question for you. Would you spend $5,000 on a bottle of wine, but not drink it, not drink it? Okay, that's what entrepreneur, art collector, and former investment banker Tulio Massoni is hoping. His wine is called Via Marie, which is the name of the building where it's made. It's grown in what he says is the world's smallest vineyard atop a 16th century palazzo. It's a little more than 200 square feet, enough for just 29 bottles of red wine each year. That wine is aged and it's bottled there, but sold in an art gallery right down the road. For five grand a bottle, would you? I don't know. Let me know. I don't, I don't think I would. <laughs> anyway, it's been a pleasure having you with us. Have a beautiful night. Stay dry, and we'll see you tomorrow.